the Enchanted Ears podcast, where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela, and I'm sitting. Okay. (laughs) I usually stand when I podcast. And I'm Joe, and I'm still in Disney World. (laughs) But not right now. (laughs) But now, as in when you're listening to this now. But as in now, when I'm talking, I'm not. (laughs) Wow, this is some crazy, like, time warp. We're getting you prepared for the quantum (laughs) realm. (laughs) For when Avengers Endgame happens. Yes, very very true. So, all right, so jumping into Disney news, uh, USA Today had an article uh, recently come out that gives some more detail on the opening for Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland and how Disney's going to manage the crowds. So Disney already announced the first month that it opens, so uh, May 31st through the end of June, you're going to need a reservation to get into the land. So if you're staying at a hotel, you have automatically a day. You're, you're going to get a reservation as part of staying at a Disney hotel. Everybody else is going to be a sign up. So Is it like for Hamilton tickets? Like there's a, <laughs> there's like a pull. But it, it's an entry into the land. But what's coming out now is there's going to be no standby line. So people thought, okay, if I don't have a reservation, I can go wait in line and get in. Disney's not going to allow that. There's going to be no standby line, so people aren't going to be able to st- wait for seven hours to get in. The other thing is, not only are you going to have a time to enter the land, you're going to have a time to exit the land, too. Whoa. And I'm not sure how this is going to work exactly, of how much time Disney's going to give you or how they're going to manage this, but it makes sense. They don't want somebody getting an 8 a.m. or whatever time it opens reservation and staying there the whole day, because then the... The other people aren't going to be able to get in. It might be kind of like how they do it at a trampoline park. You know how they, they'll give you like a band. A lot of places they'll do it like a sticker. But it, the places that really work well, they give you a band on your wrist. And then they color code it that's based what on I'm the thinking. times. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's going to be some sort of color coded wristband. That's exactly was my thought on it. So, but yeah, so they're, they're going to kick, kick you out essentially. Which it, it kind of makes sense because with them having reservations, it's going to be a limited number of people so it's probably not going to be that crowded there's gonna be no fast passes for the rides but the line shouldn't be too long i mean i imagine it's going to be still probably three hours to ride the millennium falcon ride but it's gonna be limited so they don't want you in there just riding it five times they don't want you staying in there all day so it's gonna be interesting to see how this works for the first month that they do it, because I imagine a lot of guests will be upset. What do you mean you're kicking me out? Right. And Disney doesn't really do upset guests. I mean, like they do, they handle them well. It's going to be hard to please a lot of people though. Right. And I think this is just for the first month. Disney world has not announced any sort of reservation system, but that could change because they still have some time. The other thing that they're going to be giving you out is bathroom passes, Uh, which I think is good. So if you're standing in line and it's a five hour line and you have to go to the bathroom, you'll get a pass to be able to go to the bathroom (laughs) and come back in line. I thought it was like you had to like raise your hand like Uh, for the teacher and then be like, excuse me, excuse me, I have to go to the restroom. And they'll be like, "Um, actually, you only get two of these a day and now you can't go. There are different rules uh, on the outer reaches of the galaxy here. (laughs) No, so this is if you're waiting in line and, and you have to go, which I think is really accommodating. They also said that they're going to have cast members in line with entertainment, passing out, like, I think, water and, and, and keeping people entertained. So it seems like they're really trying to do a lot 
to keep people happy because they are only opening it with one ride. So they're going to limit the number of people in there. They're going to give you a lot of stuff to do and take your mind off of it. So that six hour wait is going to fly by like that. You're not even going to know. Mm-hmm. you're waiting in line. I mean, again, so. as we and talked as soon about, as you're done, Hey, guess what? You were supposed to leave three hours ago. Time to go. <laughs> and as we talked about before, even the lines themselves, even are the way that they designed the queues. They are so many things to look at in the line. I mean, I'm sure that they're going to be way longer. I would say, well, it sounds like for, they're adding to that. Like they're going to have entertainment in the lines on top of, you know, the, 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 what there is to see in the queue as well. So, the other thing, and I didn't realize I was an NBA fan until <laughs> until I read this, but the NBA experience they announced is officially opening August 12th at Disney Springs. And, you know, I mean, I occasionally watch LeBron. That's about it on, yeah. the, on the NBA. Tell me more. But reading some of these experiences, I was like, I need to be an NBA player now. So <laughs> they're building, this is the site of the old Disney Quest. They tore that down. They're building this NBA experience. What is going to be is you're going to walk out through a player's tunnel onto the court. So, I'm, I'm in already. Yeah, that's that's one thing. There's going to be a like three-point shooting contest, like a shooting contest in which the floor is going to light up where you need to shoot from. Oh, like Top Golf? This is why you like you like. Well, it? I think like kind of like Top Golf, but like the floor will tell you where you need to go to to shoot. Like I think there's going to be lights Ooh. in the floor um, to shoot from. There's going to be a slit. so so almost like you're like. Like Justin Timberlake, how whenever he goes and goes from like along his little walkways, it lights up. Sure. Just like Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Though he is a part owner of an NBA team. So there, I will give you that connection. But yeah, so there's going to be shooting skills contest. There's going to be a slam dunk contest. And you can lower the rim as low as you need it to go. So it doesn't have to, to be To the floor. I want to be able to dunk. And they're going to be capturing your dunks using burst photography. So they're going to be taking your pictures of you dunking. Oh, my gosh. Um, and then there's going to be, like, leaderboards and stats, and it's going to show you how you measure up with uh, against other players there, other NBA players. You can test your vertical leap compared to some of the NBA players. It just seems – it's. I mean, I'd be very poor <laughs> compared to some say. of the other NBA players. <laughs> My soccer coach once told me that that he could have. You cannot he, jump. He had at the all. ability to to slip a piece of paper underneath my feet when I jumped. I was gonna say I can't jump very much, but you cannot jump at all. Remember that time though? I jumped over the uh, the tennis. The te- it was like the what is that the tennis I, net attempted and I, to I attempted to and my foot caught on, on the way over and I tucked and rolled like like some oh, a ninja. The, I meant to do that. Yeah, and yeah. then I got up and I was like, whoa. <laughs> So. That was that was one of my greatest jumping fails. But these experiences sound pretty incredible. So that's what, like I said, like I never, I'm not a huge NBA fan, but this stuff sounds like it'll be a lot of fun when it opens to do. So I think we'll have to, to check it out. Yeah, so, I'm so in. It'll be in August. So on so in today's episode, we wanted to mention. Uh, well, I guess just stepping back real quick, I mentioned about being in Disney World. So yeah, when this episode airs, we are just kind of ending our trip. So we're not da- to rub it in. No, we're down. We're down there for the Star Wars half marathon. Um, At this so, point, we're done with it. Thank goodness. Yeah, Good hopefully, job, we're, us. hopefully we're alive still. Yeah, this may be alive. the last episode. Yeah. We don't know. I, we, I, we, yeah, what, what number is this? We're not to fifty quite. We're yet. not. At the, we're getting close to fifty though. So yeah. So if you didn't, if you haven't been following us on Facebook or Instagram, we're at Enchanted Ears Podcast on both. Um, you know, we'll have been posting stuff 
while we're down there, you know, maybe doing some videos of the fireworks shows or different things, or if if the uh, gondola system's running, we'll be checking that. Oh, look at the gondolas going! Yeah, you, like everyone knows Joe loves the the transportation. Hey, there's a lot of videos. <laughs> you can't, you would not believe how many Disney Facebook groups I'm on. That when those gondolas are testing, they're completely covered up. People are just videos <gasps> gondolas testing, gondolas testing. People are excited. Wow. People are excited, and we're staying at Pop Century which has a station oh, in nice. the lake so we'll be able to get some good footage the, of it in the lake yeah they like like you have to swim out to the middle of the lake and then you go to yes. the park soaking wet yes you have to swim it's a very interesting system that you or do you they swim did first. they get nessie did they steal nessie and yes. then you nessie get, you shuttles a, you you get on a mythical creature you ride out from your hotel to the middle of the lake and then you get off, and then you go flying through the sky in the gondola system. Now, that's what I want to see. There you go. No wonder why people want to see videos it's magic. of it. It is magic. Yeah, see? It, now I get it. Now you get it. <laughs> now you get it. So we'll, we'll be good. But so if you haven't checked us out, you can always go back and, and kind of see old pictures and photos and stuff from our trip. So, But this week, we're discussing the D23 fan club. So there's two types of memberships in this. There's a free membership which you can sign up for and it gives you access to the D23 website, which they post articles and some inside information about Disney. And then there is kind of the individual or family membership. They call it the gold membership. Now that's an individual is a hundred dollars a year and a family membership. That's up to four people is $130 a year. We just upgraded to the gold membership. And the reason we did so, and this is one of the, the benefits of it. And this is, solely the only reason I did it is because gold members have the opportunity to take a studio tour at Walt Disney Studios. Yeah. So it used to be that they did them like once a year, once or twice a year, but they started something this year where quarterly they're doing like mini tours and then still twice a year they're doing the full-fledged tour where it's like a whole day of touring the Walt Disney Studio lot plus the Disney archives um, and some other things. And this is the only way. So a lot of, and this is out in California, a lot of movie studios have tours. So if you go to Universal Studios Hollywood, they have the tram tour. I think the WB has a studio tour. A lot of these places you can just sign up for. Disney does not do studio tours to the public. The only way to, to get a studio tour is to win some sort of contest. They do that sometimes. Or to be a D23 member and you still have to buy a ticket. So, I mean, it's, it's limited because they only have so many they do, but you have to be a D23 member. So when I saw this, because I've, I've always wanted to go I mean, just Disney. going behind the scenes at a Disney studio. I mean, any studio See, would be just cool. Just the archives. But, yeah, I was going to say, Disney in particular, because they're just such a storied company, uh, would be an amazing opportunity. Right. So when I saw that they were expanding how often they were doing this, I said, I got to become a member <laughs> to... <laughs> have the opportunity do we have a, fem- a single or family membership what's well, a family membership yeah gotcha. so you can come too okay good so yeah so that's I was gonna be real mad at you right about now so i think you said that so i mean that that's a great individual. opportunity for being a member nonetheless and there's a ton of other stuff too so i just thought it'd be interesting to kind of talk about it because again it, it's a fan club i didn't really know much about it before i heard about the studio tours um, so I think that's probably something a lot of people may not know about. Did you say that the family membership goes up to four? 
Yeah, I believe it's up to four. So, so we, we can take Loki and Cass with us? I think we could. If That's we get awesome. them qualified. They are dependents on our tax returns. So, <laughs> so I don't see why we couldn't take them with us. But so, all right. So just a, a quick little backstory on this. So the D23 fan club, actually, it's relatively new. It started in 2009. So it's their 10-year anniversary. And we signed up this year and they're giving away... We got like a little patch or something to commemorate yeah. the 10-year anniversary. It, it says D23, the official Disney fan club, celebrating 10 fantastic years. So it should be if ears. you're a Girl Scout, it should be fantastic ears. Nope, it says it has a Y. So if you're a Girl Scout and you have a like a Girl Scout, you know, like or a, a boy scout. sash or, or yeah, a boy, boy scout. This this patch would be really. Or you have one of those great. like cool jean jackets where you have your patches. Oh, that's or true. You put patches or, on your backpack. Yeah, I was gonna say, or you're, you're one of those. Go. Yeah, I was gonna say. Or those basically, cool. you're anybody because we've. Now just run the gamut of anybody that wears jackets or backpacks or has ever been a Boy Scout or a Girl Scout or <laughs> They or should anything. make it. See, I see an opportunity here, too. They should make, you know how I got that hat from Disney World your dad bought for me? If you have hats, that, that, there you go. Well, that one that has like oh, the, the Velcro, Velcro that you can switch out you the patches. You can stick that on that, I bet. Yeah, I think that they should, they need to make that a thing. Because it's kind of like those, um, it's like a Pandora bracelet where you can customize the hat. They need to make that more of a thing in Disney. I anyway. So it started in 2009. The D23 stands for the D is Disney. That makes sense. And then 23 is. Uh, 23 is the year that they, the Disney company was founded. Right. In 1923. So uh, that that's kind of the, the backstory of it. Another big thing that they do. And, and this is what you may have heard about. This was kind of my interaction with it before is the D23 um, kind of fan conference. Expo. Yeah, you'll hear about it. That's where Disney makes all their big announcements exactly. at that particular conference. Right. And this happens every two years. So I believe we are getting one this year in August, I, I believe is the next one. Because two years ago uh, in 2017 is when they announced officially announced Galaxy's Edge. So yeah, so 2019 would be the next one. Um some other big events in 2011, Robert Downey Jr. was there promoting the the first Avengers movie. Nice. So as you said, they do huge announcements. They kind of have, it's held, I don't know if it's always held at the Anaheim Convention Center by Disneyland, but I know it's been held there before. I feel like when we looked at it, we looked this up a couple of weeks ago, I feel like it moves a little bit and the date also shifts a little bit. Yeah, it's sometime in we, that like August Yeah, we noticed period. that we can't usually go, although... We might be able to go this year. Yeah, and it depends because it's a little bit earlier in August. It it, it, cha- it? Yeah, yeah, it changes around like the start of school. So the uh, but yeah, so so they have huge announcements and then they kind of break it up. So they have you know a big announcement of kind of all the movies that are coming up. Then they mm-hmm. do all of Pixar and animation and the theme parks. So you can get a lot of of information out of Disney. So I have is to- there good merch? Did you did you happen to check out if they you get. Like a merch bag when yeah. you go in? Well, yeah, there's a ton of stuff. So you don't have to be a D23 member to go to this. Anybody can buy a ticket and go. But as a D23 member, you get um, the priority ticket sales. So you're able to buy tickets, I think, at a discount and before they go on sale to the general public. So it pretty much guarantees you can go to this event mm-hmm. if you want to. But again, it's a, it's a huge thing other people go. It's kind of like Disney's Comic-Con, essentially. It's like their mini version of Comic-Con. Uh, I'd have to imagine this year we'll be getting some big announcements regarding 
the 50th anniversary of Disney oh, World because yeah. that's in two years. So this is going to be kind of the last D23 Expo before that. So I, they'll probably be announcing some big stuff. Again, Galaxy's Edge was announced in 2017. There's probably you know a few big things. They have to have a few things. I in imagine the, work, I bet. The, the unveiling of the Guardians of the Galaxy coaster. We know basically nothing about that ride. So mm-hmm. there'll probably be some good announcements around that and, and a few other things. So it's definitely, it's it's good to go to. Um, they also started one in Japan. So they have a D23 Japan Expo. So that was, they've had two so far, one in 2015 and one in 2018. Um, nice. Tokyo Disney is a big theme park for them. So it kind of makes sense that they yeah. that they have this uh, in, in Japan as well. So some of the other things kind of besides that and so we mentioned the studio tour there's a lot of other benefits to kind of being part of the fan club so we get a magazine every quarter so there's the d23 magazine and and captain marvel's captain marvel's on the front of this now before you describe it i don't think we talked about captain marvel since it's been out but it's been we haven't it's been doing gangbusters (laughs) <laughs> um at the movie it's it's up over 900 million dollars so it's gonna pass a billion dollars which will be one of the you know black panther did over a billion i think that was the only non-avengers marvel movie to do over a billion so now we'll have captain marvel um i, I thought it was a good movie i'm a little surprised i'm I, a bit surprised too. i'm a little surprised how well it's doing um bless you <laughs> thank you it, it's definitely great but i i think they they were a little too cautious with it. I think they could have gone. It was a bit underwhelming, but also it was the story. I I think the particular story they were working with made it a little bit more difficult to connect with the character. Well, two things made it difficult. I mean, one, Brie Brie Larson is great. First of all. Yeah, she is Goose, he needs his own movie. Yeah. (laughs) Samuel Jackson was great. The problem is it's a prequel. So you know what happens. Like, you know, Brie Larson is going to be okay. Like, there, there's not as much suspense in it when you know these characters are going to be back and this takes place 20 years before the rest of the MCU. Right. There were some good twists in it. We, we won't get into it if you haven't seen the movie yet. Uh, and then the other thing, I just I think they played it a little bit safe. I think they're like, hey, we need to make this a good movie. It's the first um, female superhero movie in the MCU. We need to make sure it's solid, really do a great job of introducing the character, which they do. But I think they could have just taken a few more risks. Like compared to Wonder Woman, I think I like Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman was way better. Was better, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Brie Brie Larson's. I mean, I felt like it was almost more of an origin story for Nick Fury than it was for yes. Like I could con- I connected with his character far more than I connected with Captain Marvel, which I didn't I didn't want. Obviously, uh, I I was really looking for another, uh, you know, Wonder Woman level movie where I was sitting there and was like moved to tears by the amount, like the amount of bad, like, hmm, uh, just the amount of, just how great it was. I mean, it was, yeah, it, like, it, it was, was a kick was butt movie different. and the yeah. women were doing the kick butting. And it was, it was something different than what you'd ever seen before. I mean, Wonder exactly. Woman was, com- was completely different than anything up to that point. Whereas right. I think Captain Marvel and the way Black Panther was a different feel and theme. Captain Marvel didn't get to that point. It, it kind of stayed right. in the, in the, in the Marvel, you know, in kind of their typical story structure. Right. And I but do, I will say, I don't think that I would still recommend going to see it. It's still I would movie. too. And I do think that, you know, as Thor, for example, is one of those movies that as they've gone on, they've gotten better and better. And I can definitely see, uh, I think as her character develops now, uh, throughout the rest of the movies, 
she's going to be a character that you can connect with. It's just the way that this movie was set up. You can't connect. Well, with that's her. the thing. She's a cosmic entity. And if you look at the other cosmic movies, guardians of the galaxies, Thor Ragnarok, they have their own unique aesthetic and they're kind of more comedic and, mm-hmm. and energized. And it's kind of bright colors and things. You didn't get that with this one being a more cosmic thing, but I will say to your point, of as we see her more, I do think this is going to be a movie that gets better the more we see her. Because I think she's going to be an endgame. There's going to be Captain Marvel 2. That as you start to learn more about her as a character. And she, yeah. And, and, she and, you, and you like her more as a character. You're going to go back and be like, you know what? This movie is better because on a rewatch, there's this and that. And it's not a bad movie. I just don't think it's one of their top 10 yeah. movies. That it, it's just self-contained. It's not... You know, it's just right. it's just okay. If you'd like to hear our ranking of the MCU, this was <laughs> last year, I think after Ant Man two came out. Um, you can go back. That was one of our earlier episodes. We did the definitive ranking. We we pit. It's March Madness time now too. We pit <laughs> all of the uh, MCU movies to date in a March Madness style bracket and uh, pick the winner. So you have to go. It's a two part episode. We'll leave in suspense of who wins. Yeah. So. So going from there. All right. So jumping back into, you know, D23. So besides some of the stuff we already mentioned, you get um, some discounts at uh, the Disney online shopping. You can get a discount. There's at Disney Springs. You can get a discount if you're shopping at Disney Springs. Tell me more about these discounts. These these are going to be pertinent to us right now. Yeah. No, exactly. (laughs) And also in the future. Yeah. So some, some of the, some of the restaurants around the parks. So like, I think we're, we're eating at Epcot um at the restaurant marrakesh i believe that offers a discount if you're a d23 oh, member fantastic a lot of the, a lot of the outlets shops at disney springs offer a discount if you have your membership yeah and about the, the the website as well yeah so the disney the disney store website there's there's discounts available there if you are a d23 member um on top of that now this is this is pretty incredible it was sold out already this year they are doing something. So they do a lot of these special event things for members. So like I said, the studio tour, they have lunch with Disney legends. So you can go up and and have lunch with either like a Disney animator or an Imagineer or something like that. And these are kind of throughout the year that you sign up for, but they had one this year. You get to go see the Lion King on Broadway and go behind the scenes of it. What? Yeah. And we missed it. Yeah, we met, it was it sold out. But it, so this is something new they're doing. So I have to imagine though. Excuse me, I think you need another co-host for the rest of this episode. <laughs> I don't think I can continue. You're crushed. I so, am. Yeah, but so I mean, it's an incredible, you know, experience to be able to go. You go behind the scenes, you get lunch, and then you get to see the show on Broadway. So this was, I think, the first time they've done it. So I'd have to imagine they have The Lion King, they have Frozen on Broadway right now, but they'll probably be doing more of these. Um, they have special movie screenings. So they're, they're showing Sleeping Beauty uh, out in California. I think they're showing Indiana Jones movies down in Disney World. So they have, you can get tickets to go see these screenings and watch them on like the Disney lot or, or at the theme parks. Uh, and like Ooh, I said, you can. That sounds exciting. Oh, are you still upset about the Lion King? I'm so upset right now. <laughs> I was like, it does you sound might have, cool. You probably should have pre-warned me I about this. You. I broke I you. I think you broke me. So, yeah, so that, so it's pretty neat. So there's there's just a lot of... 
And these are just events that they kind of have listed for this year. Now, again, you have to get tickets for them. Just being a member doesn't automatically get you in. You have to still sign up and, you know, they're limited in things. But they have these events like all throughout the year, which are pretty incredible. Now, we did get sidetracked. We were talking about the magazine and then we got completely sidetracked talking about Goose um, from Captain Marvel. But so this magazine comes out each quarter and it's a really like beautifully well done magazine. And there's a lot of like behind the scenes uh, articles on stuff. So this one that that just came out has Captain Marvel on the front because it, it came out around the time Captain Marvel came out. Yeah, it has a lot of really interesting and kind of strange articles. I'd actually say in it, it's a bigger magazine. Like it's it almost looks like a calendar. Like that's kind of the shape of it. It's kind of squarish and and big and really glossy with great like color all throughout. But yeah, there's art- articles on Dumbo, Captain Marvel, on um like different oh there's a poster inside a captain marvel poster that's really awesome there and then some of this strange... just different like like store like archival stories oh, yeah. there's a character analysis i didn't even see this and i'm gonna be reading this very like as soon as we're done a character analysis of donald duck so basically it sounds like they do a literary analysis and character analysis of donald duck and that's right up my alley because i realized that donald duck is my favorite and don and donald duck is interesting i was kind of flipping through the walt disney uh, biography by Neil Gabler again. Did you say Neil Gaiman? No, no, that'd be a, a much different, <laughs> very different biography. Article. But what happened was, is you know, Mickey Mouse became kind of trapped by his own success to the point where they couldn't have him doing anything that wasn't completely family friendly, wholesome. You know, they he couldn't be even slightly mean or or off putting. So they invented Donald Duck to kind of be Mickey Mouse's alter ego essentially. <laughs> so all the all the kind of rude stuff that that they would want Mickey to do or not, I mean not even necessarily mean, but kind of just situations that wasn't, you know, the absolute you know, perfect gentleman that mickey mouse is they put donald duck in and that's why he's kind of grumpy and things well yeah and you see that i mean i see this a lot in action whenever i'm playing like kingdom hearts where mickey's kind of boring and i hate his scenes but whenever donald's on screen it's funny because he'll gripe and act like a normal like a normal human would act for the most part and that's why he's more relatable that's why he gained a lot of popularity because the animators liked doing cartoons for him more because they could do more with him Mm. whereas mickey he was so successful they didn't want to do they don't want to do anything to tarnish him so right so yeah, so that, that would probably be a pretty interesting analysis on yeah. the character. There's an article on Ant-Man and the Wasp. So some of these, again, not the weird ones. But then there's an article on the Alice comedies, which we've talked about on the show before. Yeah, if you go back and look at our Disney decade, we'll have to get back to that. But the first decade we did in the 1920s, we kind of talked about the Alice comedies that Walt made. Um, that's something we'll have to... That's our continuing series of, of one. We'll have to get back to that. Yeah, and another article they have in here is... It's called Supernova Girls, and it is about Xenon, girl of the 21st century. Oh, that was great. I remember that growing up. uh And it was like a huge, like Disney Channel original movie. Like it was super popular. And uh, and it it started, I can't remember, uh, I don't remember what the blonde girl's name is, who was the main character. She's on Days of Our Lives. My mom's a huge fan of that show. Hey, mom. And, uh, <laughs> but and I remember she was she's on and Raven show. Simone who's on what now what's the daytime talk show that she's on I can't remember is she on her own? I'm not sure is she on her own talk show now she was on 
the one with. Like, oh, is she on the View? I think she, she, yeah, I think I'm she, not sure. She was on the one with like Sharon Osbourne. That was the View. I don't I think, think she's on that anymore. I've lost track of Raven. Yeah, I don't know, That's but she's Raven. she's been a right. lot of yeah. She's been on a lot of things. Yeah. So so yeah. So there's, there's a Kim Possible article. Anyway. Right. So yeah. So there's a lot of great articles, and online there's a lot of similar similar articles too. So uh, I just thought it'd be interesting to kind of you know talk about that. Oh, you're kind of pointing out right now in the magazine, remembering Stan Lee. Yeah, and a really nice big photo of Stan Lee and. Uh, like the, some of the characters that he helped to, you know, create. And yeah, it's, I don't know. And they said there's still a few Stanley cameos already filmed. So there's, st- there, we still may see him popping up in a couple Marvel movies going forward. I'm not sure how many they have filmed, um, but he's definitely not done. His cameos definitely aren't done in Marvel movies. He did make a cameo in Captain Marvel. It sounds like he may be in Endgame, maybe Spider-Man. I'm not sure. Um, but, because he would go in and film three or four at a time. So they have, you know, some more I'm surprised films. they don't have a bigger b- backlog of it. Because I thought I had heard that they do that. and They, they may. That's what I'm saying. I'm not sure how many more they have. And I think they may be able to take old footage of them and fit it in maybe. We'll, I mean, they could we'll do... Um, uh, I always forget that guy's name from Star Wars. I don't think they would do... I don't think they would ever, like, digitally add him in there. But I think they could take footage they filmed. Because I think what they would do is just film him in different situations doing different things and then just kind of throw them in uh, wherever they could in the movies. So um, if interesting, if anybody, any of our listeners are D23 members, if they've ever gone to the D23 expo or, or done any like the studio tour or anything like that, you know, we'd love to hear about it. Um, you could, you know, let us know on Facebook. We are at enchanted ears podcast. Um, you know, leave us a comment there. You can send us a comment or question uh, at our website, enchantedearspodcast.com slash podcast question. Um, so next week we'll be doing a recap of our next. run run Disney. And we'll be back. Again, assuming Disney. we didn't die from running. Yeah. Or we didn't fly away on our magical Nessie mythical beast trying <laughs> to get to the gondola system. Yeah. So, but we'll we'll be doing kind maybe of maybe Donald will have to give you like mouth to mouth. Donald? I don't know. I just thought it would okay. be really, really even more awkward because he has a bill. <laughs> sure. But yeah, so we'll be doing a recap next week of kind of uh, the run Disney in general and, and our experience doing the the Star Wars races this weekend. So uh, be sure to catch us here next Monday. And remember, have, have a, a magical, magical day. day.